Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Season three, episode 20. It is Wednesday night, February 9th at 7.52 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, my name is Mark. Uh, my name is Kevin. And you are listening to the... Excuse me. I'm speaking... What's going on, everyone? It's great to have you. What's going on, everyone? It's great to have you back. It's great to do the show. We're starting a little late tonight. Kevin and I have been hanging out before the show, and uh, we've been building the show. But Mark, what uh, we're do with you. Nothing really new going on with me uh, at all. I started watching uh, Yellowstone, Kevin, the, the this Kevin Costner cowboy drama that I've gotten really into. I mean, it's Costner, so I had to try it. And it's just, it's so much cowboy stuff I don't care about. But for whatever reason, I can't look away from it. I just keep, I'm going to binge it after this show. I'm going to watch like three episodes before I go to bed. I don't know. Anything going on with you, Kevin? How's the weather over there? Oh, the weather's been tough here, but it's warmed up. Man, the newest thing to happen is the other day I ran out of food, and I the last thing I can eat, I looked at my shelf and I pulled out that Mark jar. I pulled out the uh, the old pickle jar that uh, that you gave me right before um, I, I moved on the New Brunswick. And man, they weren't gonna be ready till August, but you know what, man, I ran out of food. I had to eat something delicious. That's yeah. another story for another episode. Yeah, that was just before Kevin moved. My dad and I made a bunch. We we pickled a bunch of pickles. I guess is what you. Is, is how you say it. So we did some pickling. And uh, when Kevin was leaving, we gave him the jar as a going away present. And turns out he got snowed in and ate it. So he didn't have to eat his own hand and starve to death. So very glad we could help you out there, Kevin. Kev, why don't you get into uh, what it is we're talking about today? Because we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Excellent show. Let's break it down. Um, we're going to talk about uh, what's going on with COVID. The statistics are coming out. The data is coming out. The science is the coming science out. Let's talk, is clear. Let's talk about it. Um, guys, the convoy, uh, what's happening? It's, it's, it's spreading. It's getting interesting. Of course, the mandates are a result of the convoy. Um, what's happening with the governments and their next steps? How do you not talk about Joe Rogan? This guy is the hottest guy yeah. in the news right now. It's impossible not to, not to mention it. Big update. Another comedian is being taken down by the left. Um, we, we are going to talk about crack pipes. We're going to talk about Lululemon. We're going to talk about Jeff Bezos. We're going to talk about emojis. We're going to talk about some, some interesting things as well. And you know what? We're also going to give you your classic, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the sports headline, the strain of the day, and also the movie of the day. Mark, where do you want to start? Well, Kevin, I want to start with uh, the numbers. I've been put together, I've been, I've been researching uh, uh, some numbers about COVID, the amount of deaths. So basically what I've researched is I took a bunch of countries that I thought would be relevant uh, for example, like Australia, China, Sweden, Japan, Pakistan, Canada, France, United Kingdom, India, Brazil, and the United States. Right. And I took out and I looked at what is the populations of those uh, of those countries, uh, how many total cases of COVID that they've had since the beginning of the pandemic, uh, or how many uh, cases reported. Yeah, uh, the, that's then we look at the the, the population uh, percentage. So what percentage of the population has has received COVID? We look at total deaths 
And then we look at that the country has had since the beginning of the pandemic due to COVID. And then we look at the percentage of the population versus the, the amount of deaths. So I did this big chart, Kevin. And, and, and when you and I were in, just to, to, to take a step back here for a, a minute, when you and I were in college, uh, one of the things that they taught us, he's like, when you're looking at a spreadsheet and they're like, believe me, you'll be looking at many of them like throughout your career. They always look for that number that totally stands out. So we're going to talk about some of these numbers here. Okay. And I'm going to go by total deaths. Okay. We're not going to look, we won't, uh, we'll look a little bit about a population, but I've got this filtered by total deaths. So Australia, 4,302 deaths since the beginning of COVID. That's uh, actually really good. Now, 4,000 deaths isn't anything to shake a stick at, but it's compared to everyone else, Australia is doing really, really well. And, and I mean, you and I, Kevin, we talked about the totalitarianism going on in Australia and how hardcore they are. But when you look at it, you know what I mean? They got way less, they got the least amount of deaths for an industrial country than anyone. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, completely uh, see, I completely see that. For sure. And, and, and it's it's proving the point that Australia's extreme measures are effective. Yeah, well, I guess I don't approve of them, but they, they are effective uh, according to the numbers. So that 4,302 deaths in Australia, that's only 0.02% of, of the population. Uh, as we move down the list, China is just above that, which is strange because China has a population of 1.4 billion and Australia has a population of 25 million. And yet... China only has about 300 more deaths than than Australia does. And as we move down the list, it starts to grow with the 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 amount of, of, of deaths. And uh, we'll skip down to Canada because I think that's really relevant. In Canada, we're a population of 38 million, 10,000 people. We've had a total of 3,140,000 confirmed cases of COVID. Woo! That is 8.3% of the population. Uh from there, we've had 34,845 COVID deaths, okay? That's that's a lot, okay? Uh, the population of, of, like, if you look at Canada's whole population, how much of the population has died, 0.09%. Now, Kevin, when we get to the United States, a population of 329,500,000, they have, this is going to blow your mind, They've had a total cases reported of 76,800,000 people. That is literally 23.3% of their total population has had COVID. That's like one in one in four. That's like one, you know, I mean, that's a huge portion of the population. Their death rate is 905,000 people since the beginning of, of the pandemic. 900 China, Kevin, 4,636 people. Population of 1.4 billion. These are the people who actually started this. This is where the, the, the disease started. And somehow they've had less than 5,000 people die and the states have 905,000 deaths. This number doesn't make sense. It is, it's it's 0. 0.2 uh, 0.27% of America's population has died due to COVID. That is un, th these, these numbers don't make sense when you look at it, like 34,000, almost 35,000 in Canada dead, but almost a million dead. If you look at uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump was in charge for around a year. The last year he had COVID and he had uh, uh, 200,000 people die on his watch. And now that's more than, than France. France has 130 people dead. Uh, the United Kingdom, 158,000. 
Uh, India, a population of 1.3 billion, they've had half a million dead. And then Brazil, which hasn't been doing very well, population of 212 million, has 630,000 deaths. So Jesus Donald Trump had so 200,000 deaths. And now under Biden and the Biden administration, they've had more deaths under Biden in the last year than any country on earth during the entire pandemic what when i look at these numbers kevin what i what 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 i'm asking is is this due to bad leadership is this just because whether it was the left or the right who was in who was in control we had bad leadership or is this a war is this just a new type of war like if you does it not look like china a country who's barely lost anyone They've lost, when you go to two decimal places, they've lost 0.00% of their population. And yet, and yet the United States has lost almost a million people right now. How is that possible? And how does that make sense, Kevin? Is this, is like I said, is this just due to, to back, a, to, due to lack of leadership or just overall bad leadership? Or is this an attack on America? Okay. All right. Calm down, relax, start breathing. Okay, so what our listeners uh, don't realize is that Mark has put together this incredible chart, right? That points out all these figures, all these statistics. It's, it's phenomenal. The one thing, though, well, Mark was talking about, and he's asked me, what are my thoughts? What's going on? This is an attack. Dude, the only thing I can look at is a heart attack. Because if you look at the population uh, by death, and you look at just like what an average person would look like, and like it goes exactly in the order of the highest mor- mortality rate, which is literally the poorest country to the richest country. The poorer you are, the lower the death rate. Why? Because you're not fat. The, the, the and you don't live to be as old as well for healthcare. So that's they, an interesting you, angle that you're taking. You're saying that well, America is the most obese country in the world, and that's why they're the least healthiest, and that's why they can't survive the pandemic. Right. That's 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 that makes sense. Like the, I, don't I don't think a lot that's of true, realize. but I, I get that thinking. Well, like a lot, a lot of people don't realize, like when the first lockdown happened, like that changed so many people's lives. That two weeks where it's like everyone thought it was going to be like, are we going to live through this? Am I going to die? Yeah, I know. Right? Like I mean, it, it was like it, it definitely did cross your mind. I mean, looking back at it, like thank God. But the reality is, is that like, that's the correlation. Like Mark said earlier in the show, you look for correlations. That's the one that sticks out is like, well, let's look at rich and poor and look at the balance. And you know what? Here's my thought on it. The one that doesn't but stick I mean, out Australia, is Australia. Australia is pretty rich. Like, like how is Australia? I know. But, Austria- but they're under Dracodian uh, regulation, which brings us up to our next part where you cannot believe what's happening. Of course. Uh, Mark, honk, honk, what's up with the convoy? Yeah, let's give an update a little bit on the convoy. There's There's been a lot of like of spin on the convoy. Like the, the leftist media really, really hates the convoy. I mean, they seem to love it when people were burning down police stations and courthouses and robbing JCPenney, but they, they don't like this whole... How oh, dare you? How dare you? They, they, they don't like this whole convoy thing and 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 people know it, man. Like the, it's working. It like the, the the convoy. It is essentially working, and it's growing. There's been a convoy in Quebec City, and now there's a convoy right now, Kevin, at uh, Canada and the U.S.'s most traveled border daily. 
This is, I believe, the Sarnia to, to uh, Detroit border. And they've convoyed that off. It takes, yeah, it takes off. Like, it's either Windsor or Sarnia to go into Detroit. They, they Windsor. It's 100% Windsor. Is it? Well, okay, whatever. The Embassy Bridge. Yeah, well, they've cut it off. They've cut off the bridge, this 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 convoy. And there's now talks, and we brought this up in another episode, there's talks of of this going, spreading to, to all these different countries. It's just, I don't know, Kevin. Like, when I watch the news and they cover the convoys, it's like they have such disdain for these people. But then when you actually look at the people who are doing it, when you look at the, the news's own film, it's just a bunch of, of like really patriotic, peaceful people waving flags. No one has guns. No, there are no Nazi flags. There's literally there are no Confederate flags. It's there's just children. There's literally children there. Like, yeah. yeah. In fact, 20% of the drivers brought their families, meaning right. that there's little kids like on the streets. Like, and, uh, and then the and the police are coming by, and the news is like. The police are taking their, you know, their gasoline so they don't light the world on fire. It's like, guys, there's families in these trucks. Like, it's it's a very interesting reality that we're living in. But you know what? You know, they everyone tried. My whole thing is like, and my whole thing is, is we have uh, this very big movement and it's working. As of today, February 9th, Alberta dropped all restriction, including passports, all that other stuff, mandates for employers to make sure they do it. It's all Saskatchewan. Dropped. Saskatchewan dropped everything. Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan dropped, dropped everything. Quebec so, has now just dropped everything because the convoy made it to Quebec City and the French are like, fuck it, just give it to them. And, and then and it's happening, guys. And not only that, but uh, Sweden today has come out and joined England as by dropping all COVID restrictions. There's a, uh, yeah, there's just... Everyone, everyone is falling like dominoes right now. And with the pressure on the federal government, with the pressure on the premier of Ontario, which we don't talk about a lot, Doug Ford, but I mean, at some point, Doug Ford is going to have to fall on one of these dominoes. He's going to have to be the one to say, you know what, like Ontario will, will, will lift the, the, the vaccine passport, will lift the, uh, the mandates. There's nobody wants this stuff. Like, why should you have a vaccine passport? I got to walk around with a little piece of paper in my wallet just in case I want to eat at Subway. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just, it's, this is stupid. This is not the country that I grew up in. I don't want that. That sounds, I don't want that. It's taking your freedom uh, 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 away from you. Where in England, they, they've, they've told the left and they told the leftist media and all, even the scientists, they told everyone to go after themselves. We're opening up. Uh, we'll keep our eye on that. Sweden is opening up. I mean, like we said, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Quebec, and PEI have already fallen. Like, it's it's only a matter of time. It really looks like it's not just the convoy, but the convoy isn't helping. You're, so the million-dollar the, the million question is, what's the holdup? Why is, why is Ontario and BC, like, like BC, like, it, it just admitted that, um, I believe it was, they said, like, 50% of all the uh, the COVID um, admissions to hospitals were were in fact non COVID related, so they 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 uh, inorganically uh, publicized and promoted these cases. You know, the cases here, there's cases there, there's cases everywhere, and then in reality, they said, "Oh yeah, and by the way, like more than half of them were like not even they're superficial." It's like wow that changed the narrative because so many people's lives were impacted. And the thing is, like Mark was saying, 
is now we're looking at Ontario. Ontario is the powerhouse of Canada. Let's just be honest. I mean, Quebec as well, but when will Doug Ford do the same? Like, that's a great question. He said, yeah, what no, it, seems, it seems like he's a conservative leader. He's going to, he's going to fall. He's going to fall like a domino. It's, it's, and I think it's, and I think that's what Trudeau needs. Like, if you're asking, because you just you asked the question, like, what's taking so long for the federal government to cave into the truckers? Well, that's quite easy, Kevin. If if the federal government were to cave into the truckers, it would be an admission that the truckers run the country. It would just be at any time. The truckers could be like, we want the speed limit to be 150. So we're just going to fucking convoy it up to, to Ottawa. And we'll just park on the streets and honk our horns until until you guys do something about this like it's an admit it's a loss of power it's saying like if you're the the liberal government like all you really care about is power and if you cave to these guys then you lose your power i think if you're justin trudeau what you need right now is you need the each premier to fall like you need doug ford to fall like once the, once the the doug ford domino falls and all restrictions are over in ontario you're gonna see like once it's done in Ontario, it's done in Quebec, it's done in Saskatchewan, it'll be done everywhere, all across the country. Every province will do it. Then the federal the federal government will be fucked anyway. Like this is, you know what I mean? This is this is becoming a provincial issue, not a federal issue. And and I personally believe it's a giant paragraph. It's like, why isn't the other uh, provincial and territorial and federal bodies all realizing being like, yeah, it's like, don't they have families? don't they have a life like don't they want to also be able to just travel freely and be like all right i'm gonna go to mexico so i'm going to mexico i don't need to pay for this and show show us your papers and do all that other stuff like man i just want to live life you know what mark it's going to be interesting next episode guys episode 21 will be interesting the update we're going to provide speaking of updates man how do you possibly go one day of your life without hearing about the saga of Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan is this, this is, he's calling it, he's coining it this and he's right. It's a political hit job. Now, I mean, we talked about this earlier on the, on a previous episode where really the, the reason why they're coming at this guy isn't because he's spreading misinformation that, that used to be fine. You know what I mean? Like how many years ago was there like 10 million videos of flat earth on, on YouTube? And it was totally fine. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 you're allowed to spread misinformation. Like, I don't know, like this is only, and I, I want people to understand this, especially young people. This is a new thing where people are really angry about. And the, the Joe Rogan political hit just keeps going and going. And I, and I hope these people realize is that what they've done is they've ensured that Joe Rogan will sell out every comedy performance he ever does for the rest of his life. And they will ensure that his show will, will continue to grow. Now, the reason why they're attacking him, and like I said, we brought this up is because he's more popular than them. He is a lot more popular than them. I mean, I mean a lot more like he, he gets around like 11 to 12 million people an episode and no one in the news is getting that no one. No one in MSN, he's, he's destroying CNN, he's destroying MSNBC, and, and people are, are going to Joe Rogan to get information instead of the news, and the news is losing power because of it, and that's why they're, 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 they're coming after him. 
I mean, and you know what? Just recently, they they came after him and they put because somebody put together a compilation of him saying, "Oh, the N word." Yeah, the N word. And, and, and Joe Rogan said straight up, he goes, "Look, you know you've reached a different level when you have to apologize." He said, "Because you never should have to go to apologize." But he's like, "But you know what? I felt, and I'm just gonna move on." And you know what? The best part is, is that literally no one cares. He was like, "We get a Joe Rogan." Um, you're a comedian and you provide entertainment. No one's looking at you as a political figure or anything. Yeah, he's not running for office or anything like that. He's not a police officer. He's he's a stand-up comedian. He like like he he can say whatever he wants. And so 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 it goes in the whole conversation about like um what you know Jordan Peterson would say. He goes, they're all trying to take over the world. You're one one person at a time. Okay, though I have a I have a lobster book. I, oh. I have a book about a lobster. When you, when, Kevin, when you listen back to this episode, you're going to hear the Kermit the Frog and not not your, because your oh, Jordan you Peterson impression hear. is just really Kermit. You do a great Kermit you the Frog. You would hear Kermit the Frog. You, you're going to hear Kermit the Frog when you do, when you go back. Oh, okay. yeah, right. Oh, but, here speaking, we go. Of, speaking of Jordan Peterson, him and Trump have weighed in on this Joe Rogan thing. And uh, I mean, Jordan Peterson, he had to kind of disappear for a little while because, you know what I mean? He was going to get assassinated or something, but he's back <laughs> doing podcasts and talk shows and stuff like that. And, Ow, he hit me in my toe. And and he, he's talking about why, uh, why what Spotify is doing. He's like, look, he's like, uh, 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 if you're a corporation like, like Spotify and, and you just lost all this money, you might think, well, oh, we lost this money because of Joe. He's right. like, but but basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, there really is no such thing as bad publicity. And all you're doing is growing Joe's show. He goes a year from now, uh, uh, Netflix knows, or sorry, uh, Spotify knows that a year from now, Joe Rogan's podcast is going to be doubling. Is He's going to have 20 million people or 22 million people per episode next year. And it's going to be thanks to, to, to all this. Uh, so was it a publicity stunt then? No, it's not. No. No, I mean, it's, we'll never no, it's know. The right? left, it's the left is the left. The, the establishment media can see the numbers. They see that people believe Joe more than they they believe them. And that is a problem for them, because that means they because they're a laughingstock now. Everyone Operation like, Mockingbird. I mean, uh, Trump also waited on this on the Joe Rogan thing. And uh, and he 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 told like a, I don't it was like a sixty minute interview or some shit like that on Fox or something like that, and and he just he said he goes Joe has got to stop apologizing, he's like just don't apologize for, exactly. for just stop it, like just stop apologizing and, and just and get on with yourself, and Neil Young, Neil Young this guy's voice is so horrific, he's like he got what he wanted Neil Young came out and said if you're gonna have Joe Rogan on your then pull me and Spotify was like okay well fuck you Neil you're gone bye bye we don't need you <laughs> we don't need you yeah Spotify took a dip right now but next year when Rogan's show is twice the size they're gonna know they made the right move like you know what I mean they've got the number one podcast in the world they don't need Neil Young songs he's terrible anyway and uh but so Neil Young even though he got what he wanted because he's like well pull me from Spotify and Spotify is like no problem boom you're gone like that was like the same day he said it he's like you're gone and uh so now he's come out and said he, he's trying to he, he sent a message to Spotify employees saying leave Spotify before the company eats your soul. This is a guy. <laughs> this is a guy who's literally never he's literally never heard a Joe Rogan podcast in his life. 
He has no idea what he's talking about. He probably just feels scared that he's going to die of COVID because he's that old of a man. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Like, I don't. Did dare I say that? Like, Neil Young was literally in the rearview mirror of every person under the age of 20 that ever lived in the history of the world. And now all of a sudden, Neil Young's like, who is that guy? And now his music's becoming popular and people are getting excited. And at the same time, it's like, really? Oh, Once I hope again, the left, I hope the left goes on Apple and buys every Neil Young album. That's what I hope. It. And then like, force him to listen to that shit. And uh, I yeah, don't know. I hate an, that guy. He's pretty there's tight. Another, there's another comedian. Another right? comedian. He, he, he may not have a podcast as big as uh, our boy Joe Rogan, who one day is going to be on our show. But we have another uh, comedian, a huge star that recently signed, or not recently, but years ago, signed a multi-stand-up uh, 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 movie in Netflix, is now being criticized. Mark, what is he being criticized about? This is, this is Jimmy Carr. Now, Jimmy Carr is a European uh, comedian who's very, very talented, very, very funny. <laughs> yeah, he's got, that, he's got that laugh, but he's, he's very, very offensive. And he told on his latest special a Holocaust joke, and people are freaking out. And it's like, have you got have you people never heard a joke before? Like, first off, he's a stand-up comedian. Like, I don't understand why the left is thinks that they could just cancel these people. They're doing to Jimmy Carr exactly what they're trying to do to Joe Rogan, and they're having the opposite effect. Jimmy Carr will now sell out now that he not that he doesn't already he will now sell out every show for the rest of his life everyone is going to go on spotify and watch that holocaust joke or sorry on netflix and they're going to watch that holocaust joke. you know what they're going to laugh when he does it because he's just joking it's just a it's a comedy it's a stand-up comedy performance how dare you get so sensitive about that like like you have something wrong with you like you have some like like I guess you're like like some guys like their 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 mommy didn't hug them enough and some guys their mommy hugged them too much you know what I mean like you're that guy who got hugged way too much like you never <laughs> you, you never have a you never had a glass of real milk in your life and you think the news tells you the truth and you're just like oh my god Jimmy Carr said a Holocaust joke dude when I was a kid in the nineties we used to tell dead baby jokes and nobody blinked nobody <laughs> even blinked. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's just a joke. Like, we had a sense of humor. Everyone knows dude, it's broken. Dude, Magneto is from a fucking concentration camp. It was a thing. Why? Yeah, Magneto. Yeah. World War II in the 80s only happened 40 years ago at that time. Yeah. It was still kind of new. You know what I mean? It was more like 60 years ago. Oh, yeah, 40 years. Whatever. The, back uh, in the 80s. Yeah, back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was... I don't know. The... the, 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 the What's interesting, though, about this and why I want to bring this up, Kevin, is because Netflix is now in the same position as Spotify and Spotify and Spotify, though, they haven't come out and really said too much. They what they have done is gave the whole left the double middle finger and told them to go fuck themselves. And we're going to put every new episode of Joe Rogan on. We're not going to censor him like you guys guys can all go screw yourselves. What will Netflix do? Because if Netflix, because Netflix is in the, uh, uh, they're at the top right now of stand-up comedy. Like if you're a stand-up comedian, getting your Netflix special is probably the biggest thing that you could do for your for, for your career. But there's a lot of other platforms out there like Hulu and Amazon and 
uh, it just it goes on, right? And there's Comedy Central and stuff like that 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 you can get jobs for. But what but I'm wondering, Netflix is where it's at. I'm wondering, yeah, but Netflix is where it's at now. But now they're put under the test, Kevin. Will they back Jimmy Carr? Because if Netflix backs Jimmy Carr, just like uh, 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 Joe Rogan's being backed by Spotify, if they back him, then that's going to be good for them because that now they will continue to be the king. Because if they start censoring, because that's what's being asked right now. People are saying, well, let's take Jimmy Carr's special on Netflix and let's just edit out that one joke. Like, like, like they're, they're pretending like the rest of the thing isn't completely offensive or just as offensive. You know what I mean? Let's just cut out that that one joke. And if they do that, if they start censoring comedians, comedians are going to start leaving Netflix. You're going to see every comedian, not every comedian, but you'll see, you'll, you'll start to see comedians leaving Netflix going, no, I don't want my stuff to get censored. I'm going to go to, to, to someone who won't censor me or I'll just yeah, go on good. stage. I'll just go on tour. I, I think that's the whole thing. I don't think it's like an attack on free speech. I don't think it's like, but I, what I do attack on free speech. Well, attack well, on comedy is attack on free speech. No, I just don't think it's like an attack. It's like no one's ever been like, you don't hear people, the government being like, oh my God, they closed the library down downtown and they burned all the books. That's an attack. Um, I just think it's just like people just don't care as much as they used to. And I mean, it's, it's getting to a point though where the censor, censorship is getting very intense. And there's we're getting to a point where it used to be just a cultural thing. Hey man, we kind of just don't talk about that at the dinner table to like, which was kind of obvious because it was cultural, but we've now gotten to a point where it's like, no, now we're just going to make a law about it. And um, yeah, put some regulatory and policy. Well, they're not really making laws about it, but yeah, people are talking about that. Like there are members of the left who, who want the, who, who don't want free speech. Who well, like ban them. Ban them and, and just, sue them. Just, and just find don't them. watch this, like penalize you know, them. You know Charge how- them. Like, do you know how many comedy specials are on Netflix? Do you have any idea how easy it is to not see one of them? Or, and it, like, and if you're so sensitive that if you heard a Holocaust joke, you would start crying and shivering and make phone calls and write letters and call your lawyer if, and start calling the media. Like, if you're that sensitive, then what the hell are you doing watching stand-up comedy in the first Right. Time? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why did you click on Jimmy Carr? You obviously don't know who Jimmy Carr is. I'm offended. How dare you? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Uh, no, uh, never mind. I was gonna do a like a rude joke that he told that Jimmy Carr tells, but let's not do that. Do it. Do it. Let's go. Do it. Okay. I've, I've I've said this before, but here we go. This is a a, a Jimmy Carr joke. Uh, how do you get a gay man to have sex with a woman? How's up? Shit in her cunt. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, like he wants you to go poop inside the girl's vagina so that it'll be like a butthole. Yeah, like oh it's, my god! Yeah, no, I it's, didn't it, get that. Yeah, okay, oh, no, you get it. It's, it's gross, and that's Jimmy Carr. Guys, like, like speaking if, of if gross ass that, shit. If, speaking of gross ass shit, man, we've all talked about Hunter Biden in like season two. He was a big part of that season, especially after Biden got reelected. But reelected, I mean, elected. But the Biden administration approves of $30 million for crack pipes to be distributed across America. Mark, what's going on with that? Well, the truth is it's not all for crack pipes. Uh, 
right now uh, they they've <laughs> got thirty million dollars into these uh, into things like that, like needles and crack pipes and stuff like that that they're going to give out to people. I guess because they think it's going to help. I mean, it didn't really help in California. You just got more people all fucked up. But yeah, the government is handing out crack pipes. Now, it's not, the whole $30 million isn't crack pipes, but a portion of that is crack pipes. Now, uh, what's really funny about this is that the, uh, the, that that article was written, and then the fact checkers claimed that it was mostly false. And when you look into why they say it's mostly false, they say, oh, because there's uh, uh, the crack pipes are only one component, and there's 20 components to this in total. So they're doing 19 other things. That's why this is mostly false. Even though one of those things is crack pipes, which is what it was about. Like if Probably millions, of, out, millions and millions of crack pipes. The left is not here to help you. And if people haven't figured out that the fact checkers are there to just protect the left, like if you haven't figured that out yet, I don't know. I don't like, I just, I don't know how your mind works and I don't know what's going on. I wish my mind could work like yours where I could think like that, but no, could you, be, could you imagine being the designer or the engineer who has to like be like, all right, guys, we just been granted $1.4 million in a grant to um, by the Biden administration to come up with like a, a well-designed, durable glass crack pipe. We need to make we need to make approximately 4.8 million of them. And then there's like a designer who sat in his office one day and was like, how can I make the most efficient, most cost effective glass crack pipe? You know, like, like that happened, guys. And like, this is the world we're living in. But you know what? Like Mark said, fact checkers are saying it's mostly fake, which then leads the public opinion to be like, oh, <laughs> that can't possibly be true. You know, it can't possibly be true. Something we never talk about. In fact, you won't even hear it in the sports headline. The one thing we never talk about, because it's, uh, <sighs> it's boring as heck. The winter games of the Olympics. And guess what? Kratos is not there from God of War. It's a different type of Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics has been kind of a uh it's been I don't like I'm not paying attention to, to the Olympics. Did you hear that story though, Kevin? Where uh, uh I guess uh uh a former uh, Chinese person who defected to the US was skating for uh, oh, yeah. she was figure skating for team USA. And when she came onto the ice, she got heckled and booed by everyone. Like people were like heckling, saying terrible things about her because she left China for America. Jesus Christ. How brainwashed can you can you be to be upset about that? Like if you're in China right now and you're not like, how do I get to America? I don't know what the I don't know what to tell you other than you might die of COVID. But uh, anyway, uh, what I do want to talk about. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What I do want to talk about uh, with the, uh, when it comes to the Olympics is uh, the, the Team Canada merchandise, the Team Canada wear. And Team Canada uh, wear this year, or whatever it's called, Olympic, official Olympic gear, is being made by Lululemon. Whoa, and, uh, hold on a second. I thought it was Roots this whole time. You know, it, it, it was Roots for many, many years, but this year it's Lululemon for whatever reason. And so Lululemon has, and just to give you an idea of them overpricing the, these, these Canada products, Team Canada products, right. a pair of mittens uh, sells for $68 for a pair of wool mittens that have like a flag on them or like a, like a maple leaf on them kind of thing. And it's like, they're just mittens. They're not gloves. 
They're not like some fancy material. They're just knitted mittens. $68 for the mittens, Kevin. What do you think is like, should Canadians pay that to, to support their Olympic team or, or how much of that is going to them and how much of that goes right into Lululemon's pocket? Well, you know what? As we all know the truth, um, homes cost like a one, no, two bedroom, three bathroom, one garage door, uh, one sixteenth of an acre. It was what, three, $4.5 million. I mean, $68 for Mets, ha, that's nothing, right? What are you talking about there? Like that $3 million for 1.6 acres. What, what are you talking about? There? No, I'm just saying like um, the thing is with inflation, it's like this isn't inflation. This is just like robbery. Yeah, I didn't want to give the impression that this was due to inflation. This was the impression that Lululemon is ripping off Canadians. And it makes you wonder what a jacket would cost. 344 <clears throat> easy payments. Oh, yeah. Like the Lululemon. Who was? I don't know who, who, like, why the hell would you hire Lululemon to, I don't know. Maybe they make comfortable things. I don't know. Don't you like, know what they, it, 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 they Lululemon make, does make fantastic clothing. I do have a few other pieces, <laughs> pieces, but the thing is, the thing that I really have to say about it is, I mean, really $68 for a pair of gloves. I mean, mittens, come on, come on. Come on. Does that right? Who else does crazy shit, dude? Mark, what's happening in Germany, baby? Uh, I think this is in Holland. I think actually, uh, where Jeff Bezos has paid this yacht. Or is it the Netherlands? Whatever, wherever it is, I think it's in. I think it's in Holland, right? Because it says the Dutch people, the Dutch vow. That's, that's. I'm confused. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. So uh, Je Jeff Bezos is paying this company that makes yachts to make him a super yacht, like basically a mansion yacht on a boat. Now, like we've a talked cru a, before, cruise, a cruise ship. We, we talked before, basically a cruise ship. That's a yacht. Yeah. Like we, we talked before about uh, Conor McGregor's uh, Lamborghini yacht and how uh, insane we thought that was. And if you haven't Googled that yet, you need to Google Conor McGregor's yacht because it is insane. But this is next level. This is the biggest yacht ever made in the world, ever, by, for anyone. It's being made by Jeff Bezos. He's going to conquer space and the ocean. And uh, what he is, uh, uh, the, the issue there is that the town that's building him to get his uh, boat out to sea, because his boat is much too large, uh, they're, they're going to have to tear down like a 450-year-old bridge. And right. and the and this this small town has had this bridge up for hundreds of years, and Jeff Bezos is paying for the for the dismantling and the rebuilding of the bridge. He's gonna take down and rebuild the bridge just to get his boat forty out. million dollars. Yeah, just to get his boat out to the ocean. So uh, what the Dutch are, are planning to do, and, they, and these are the headlines that are coming out: the uh, thousands of of Dutch people are gonna gather where the bridge is. And when the boat goes by, they're going to throw rotten eggs at the boat. And they're going to cover Jeff Bezos' most expensive yacht in history with rotten eggs. And, like, man, this guy, this guy's a dick. This guy's like, oh, like, my, you can't, my boat can't get past this bridge. You know what? Let's tear down the bridge. Chop, chop. Tear it Fuck down. You. I'm Jeff Bezos. Whatever I say happens. Just make this happen. And they're like, I'll rebuild the bridge later. Whatever. That'll cost pocket change. Like, you got to be some kind of asshole, man. To build the friggin' like 
what kind of asshole goes to space? You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, okay. You you built you 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 started Amazon in your garage. You know what? You're a pretty impressive, dude. But I mean, you now you're going to space, and now you got to have the world's largest yacht, and you're gonna tear down like this town's bridge. <laughs> the town only has one bridge. They're just gonna tear it down just so his boat can go by. Like oh, that takes guys, a special kind of asshole to do. Do you that think way. that's the only bridge that's about to go down? That's in its way. It's like, oh no, oh, they didn't talk oh, about the yeah. other bridges down the down the way. I mean, it, it gets it gets to a point where. I mean, all what they don't understand is that, like, dude, he the, he just brought like a billion or whatever it costs to make that yacht super yacht. He just brought a billion dollars into that local community, a billion dollars, and like made that local community super happy and wealthy, and people got to expand. Are you defending this guy? Are you defending Jeff Bezos on the show right now? Well, he was born in 1964. His name is Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos. I I yeah. I don't know Anyone? the reference that you're no okay, guys. You know what else is wild? Okay, so we all know emojis. I think I saw her. I heard on the radio um, when they did a yearly wrap, they were saying that the number one emoji used for like the fourth year in a row was the LOL emoji, where it's like it's like a emoji and it's like crying out both sides, right? Well, guys, get this. There is a brand new state of the art new emoji that's gonna like it's been missing. It should have been in there in the first place the whole time alone, alone. And uh, well, Mark, what possibly could that emoji be? Um, I was hoping that you were gonna say this. This is a, a, a an emoji of a pregnant man because you know that comes up in conversation all the time. Right. So emoji. An emoji. It's, just an, it's just an emoji. I mean, you can make an emoji of anything, but yeah, I don't know. Like they're making it of a pregnant man. I don't under, I don't understand what the reason is for that or how that would be used in a sentence. Like, can you, can you use that emoji in like a text sentence or something? Well, that's, My dad that's is whole... pregnant. Boom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Having a tough day, honey, pregnant, being like, oh, you know, there's so many other emojis I could have thought about to be like, God, why can't they just improve on the eggplant or the water symbol or the peach? Gosh, darn it. Why couldn't they just improve on those? But no, you know what? It's all about diversity. And Mark and I always at the Excuse Me and Speaking show are all about diversity and inclusion. We're all about that, guys. Um, huge news breaking out of big time, huge celebrity, the hugest celebrity there is, the biggest, the biggest, hugest celebrity, Tess Holiday. Some, some of you may not know who Tess Holiday is. She is an Instagram plus size model, and she's been lighting it up, uh, doing amazing movements for body positivity. And the one thing that I never thought I'd see in a headline, which blew my mind, is that Tess Holiday talks about how she had a light bulb moment with an eating disorder. And she said, quote, I'm starting to try and feed my body. Quote. Now, the most incredible thing about this article, she goes on to read on because I'm like, wow, good for her. She realized that she's like, you know, big woman. She wants to care for heart health and good for her. Let's, let's see if I can get motivation. The second paragraph begins with, I have been dealing with the disorder my entire lifetime of anorexia, period. And it's the most hardest thing to try to understand. We always bring you these strange headlines. 
But we talk about these like very strange headlines where it's like now your brain is like, whoa, hold yeah, up. Hard. That's like that's like like you go into a, a round room and someone tells you to pee in the corner and you're like, like what? You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> yes! got like, oh. like, like what this doesn't make any sense. Like, like first off, when she says she's a plus size model and she's like, I'm starting to try and feed my body. And I'm like, girl, you're plus size. You've been feeding your body. Like we can see it. Like, you know what I mean? You're you're eating. And then she's so here, like, oh, like I'm I'm struggling with with anorexia. It's like, no, I I I think you have some kind of mental health issues or something like that going on. That, like, it's really sad that that social media can do that. Like like because anyone anyone can can be on social media. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter like what mental health issues you have or how fucked up you are. You can be <laughs> so you can put yourself on social media, let the world see you. And sometimes it's just cringe. And this is just one of those cringe moments where. I feel for you, girl. Like you're you're overweight, but you think hey, you're anorexic. So you're all trying love. To, you're trying to eat more so that you don't get anorexic, and then you're gonna tell us all that you're healthy when you're like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. So uh um there's something else we want to talk about here before we get into the, the millionaire game. And I don't really know uh, what this is. Kevin asked me to write this down. Uh Kevin, this I is I think it's hilarious. This is black scent. So uh, like uh, Kevin told me to write down Blackcent, and I'm like, what is that? He goes, oh, it's an accent, but like a black guy's accent, a Blackcent. And I'm like, oh. I didn't oh. say a guy. Or per- I did not say that at okay, all. Okay, no. Okay, I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. I, uh, okay. I'll give you that. But sure. uh, what what is this? Tell us about this. Okay, so I was came across this article where there was this uh, Asian woman who did an interpretation, and she used a Black accent, apparently. And that is now trended online as, quote, hashtag Blackcent. And Blackcent is now apparently racist to interpret someone else's culture and how they speak. So if anyone who ever grew up in Canada, ever, especially Southern Ontario, especially, especially, where it's like a cultural implosion of everyone, everyone mocks each other. Why? Because usually you make fun of the people you admire the most. And when you're making fun of them, you're not making fun of them. You're making laughs with them. And so the thing is, is that like I've mastered the convenience store Korean guy. I've mastered the, you know, the token black guy in the movies. I don't know. I don't I've, know. You, you I, I've, mastered I've mastered all, all the languages. East Indian Bollywood oh, no. guys. Oh, no. I've mastered them all. And the thing is, though, like now they're saying, whoa, it is racist to use another one person's accent. And it's like, is it? Ah. The left keeps pushing, and it makes for an interesting concept. Again, we're going to come right back to it because, look, the left's been pushing for two years. We said next episode 21, we're going to get a update because so far, PEI, Quebec, Saskatchewan, and Alberta, they're pushing back. Who's next? Which brings us to one of the greatest parts of the podcast. Uh, oh, we're done with Black Scent already? I don't, I, okay, I didn't have my two cents, but whatever. The uh, I'm not sure I want to comment on that one anyway. Uh, where how are... dare you? How dare you? Okay, Hi-hookus. okay, we're just loading up the game right now. Give us a sec. Uh, and if you don't know, every episode, Kevin and I play the, the, the game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, we, we put our heads together. Uh, we got three lifelines, 15 questions. If we get them all right, we'll win the million dollars. Uh, we have not been doing good. Last episode we did with Maddie Claus. I think we got to the $32,000 question. 
No, uh, no, no. We got to the 64,000, I believe. Uh, whatever it is that we got to. Uh, it was either the 10th or the 11th question. Oh, we got, we got pretty far last time. So uh, uh, our, our hopes are up for this time. Ladies and gentlemen, your host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Kevin. Bum, 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 bum. Ladies and gentlemen, the $100 question. Which of these items is a common nickname for a minor league baseball team? Is it A, cabin, B, farm, C, village, or D, ranch? Oh, it's farm. Yeah, All farm them. team. Farm B, final answer, farm team. Done. Farm Ooh. team, right? Yeah, yeah it's obviously right. It's obviously right. Baseball, baseball. Okay, easy. ladies and gentlemen, the $200 question. Bum, bum, bum. Two or more people facing identical situations are commonly said to be in quote, in the same quote, what? Is it A, can of worms, B, frying pan, C, bowl of cherries, or D, boat? It's in the same boat. We're same boat, same, baby. We're in, We're in the same, same boat. boat. D, same boat. Final answer. Here we go. Okay, we're right. We're right. Of course we were right. Uh, the $300 question. Bum, 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 bum. But on them. Something that happens unexpectedly is often said to come, quote, out of blank where? Is it A, the dugout, B, first base, C, left field, or D, the snack bar? So something that happens unexpectedly is often said to come out of left field. That's C. right. Unless the Mandela effect takes that one away. Oh, no, the Mandela effect did not take this one away. This is Now, why is it the left field, though? Do you know that? Um, no, I don't know that. Because 90% of all people are right-handed, which would hit to the right field. So it's rare for it to go to left field. C, final answer. Okay, C, final answer. It is left field. Of course we're right. We're getting some, some softballs here. Oh, <laughs> Good one. The $500 question. Bum, 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 bum. How many United States end in the letter H? Is it A, 1, B, 3, C, 2, or D, 4? How the how fuck many, are we supposed to know that? Yeah, how many states end with H? Um, Jesus, can you even think of one? No. Idaho? Though, let's just do the 50-50. Idaho ends in O. Let's, we have to do it right now, 50-50. I have no idea. Just do it now. And then we can always like call a friend and choose one of Either the Either one or two. Okay. So okay, so now we have no we're not gonna do this. We're gonna use another lifeline. No, twenty no, seconds. No, we're not doing that. We're gonna okay, let, let, so what is it? I don't know. Idaho, Omaha, I don't know. Washington. Omaha know. is one. That's not a state though, is it? Okay, we're going one. We're going one. Oh, oh gosh. Come on. 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 It was one. Ah! It was one. Oh. I don't even know what the state was. Okay, whatever. Uh, the one that we have two lifelines left now. It's not good. Question five, the $1,000 question. Bum, 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 bum. In the late 1960s, young idealists were often given what nickname? A, a happy hobo. B, a vagabonds. C, promise keepers. Or D, flower children. I think it's flower children, eh? Flower children, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happy hobos. Okay, D, flower, flower, flower children. Final answer. 
Promise Keepers. Let's go! Okay, Woo! we were right. We were right. Flowers. Okay, the two thousand dollar question. Two lifelines left. Bum 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 bum. What magazine features household hints in the section titled "Quote Good Things"? Is it A. Martha Stewart Living, B. Vanity Fair, C. In Style, or D. Good Housekeeping? How the fuck are we supposed to know this? I don't know, man. Don't you have magazine features and household hints? Like sections like good things? It could be Martha Stewart living or good house. Well, let's use a lifeline. Let's go. I have no idea. Okay, we're asking the audience here. This is a tough one. Holy shit. The audience thinks it's A. Wow. It seems like it's an obvious. Yeah, it seems obvious now. A, final answer. Shit. Oh, my God. It is we it is right, but oh baby. We only have we're only on question baby, seven, the four thousand dollar question. We have one lifeline left. Bum 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 bum. What heavy material is added to a boat to increase its stability? Is it a a keel? B a gunwale, C ballast, or D a bilge? I think we had this one before. It's a ballast. It's a ballast, yeah. Yeah, we had that before. Okay. See, ballast, finally. Go to the keel of the boat. Hey, correct the keel. Well, the gunwale sounded sounded cool. Okay, we were right. We were right. One lifeline left. $1,000. Where in the human body is the, quote, solar plexus? Is it A, the hands, B, C, the eyes, or D, the abdomen. Uh, so the solar plexus is, is the abdomen, the gut. It's the abdomen. Yeah. Solar plexus, that's abdomen. But let's go through it. What are the hands? I don't know. They're hands. The feet or the root, the eyes or the chakra? In the, in the abdomen, abdomen, abdomen is the solar plexus. Okay. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. I'm talking about chakras. Okay, so D abdomen final answer. We we see vous play merci. Okay, we were right. We were right. Fantastic. Question nine, the sixteen thousand dollar question. Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. What type of modern sports event is typically held inside a hippodrome? Is it A Aquarian tournament? B, sumo wrestling match, C, swim meet, or D, a bicycle race. Okay, we're, we're calling. Hippodrome. We're phoning a friend. The friend takes a few seconds to get back to us. Come on, get back to us. Oh, fuck. Don't, don't click it again. Get back to us, motherfucker. Oh, no. 20 oh, seconds. Oh, my God. 20 seconds. They didn't get, we used the lifeline. They didn't get Oh, it. no. They didn't pick up. They didn't pick up. They okay, we have to look at, okay, I want to look at the answers. Part. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's pick it. I think it's I think it's A, equestrian. Hippodome. No, 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 no. Wait, eight seconds. Not in a dome. Seven. Seven. Four. Choose now. It's four. a bicycle race. A bicycle race. D bicycle race. Come on. It was. I was right. Oh, 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 Kevin, oh, I knew I was right. It was the equestrian one, and you're like, that's not in a hippodome. You don't even know what a hippodome is. How? Oh, yeah. that was that was bad, Kevin. That that yeah that that hurt. Well, but why why would you think it would be that way though? 
Because this game doesn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your sports headline of the episode, and your host, your host of sports headline, Kevin. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Civil Hordes Headline. Tonight, we have a very special guest once again. We have Mark, who is down in the beautiful Los Angeles, where the Super Bowl is about to take place. We have the Cincinnati Bengals facing off with the L.A. Rams. Mark, how's the weather down in Los Angeles? Yeah, you know I'm not in Los Angeles. But, uh, uh, Kevin, I opened up my Bet365 app today, and, uh, and it said to me, he goes, we gave you a free $20 to bet on this weekend Super Bowl. And I'm like, really? They just gave me $20 to gamble on the game? I'm like, I'll do that. No problem. So I bet I bet the money line for the Bengals to win. So that's basically this: the Bengals. If the Bengals win, I'll get back 35 bucks. If the Bengals nice. lose, I'll lose nothing. So go Bengals. Go Joe Burrow. I'm pumped. Okay. I'm, you know what, man? I'm taking the Bengals, not because I'm not on the hate on for the Rams, because I think they are the better team. But, you know, it, the Bengals remind me of the underdog story. They haven't been in the playoffs. They've never been to Super Bowl. They never won a Super Bowl. Like, I think it's their time to shine, baby. Let's go. Speaking of football, Tom Brady. Yeah. We're tired, man. He's I mean, finally... is this the last we're going to see of him? Or is this yeah. Well, tough? we'll see more of him, but you know, like, because, uh, you know, Tom Brady is going to be like the highest paid analyst on Fox. You know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 they're going to take Terry Bradshaw or Jimmy Johnson, kick him right the fuck out, and they're going to sit Tom Brady down. And we're going to be listening to Tom Brady for years. If not, Tom Brady's going to do like the, he'll do like what Troy Aikman does. Like, he'll do the, the color commentary or something like that. Like, I think he's going to stay in the game because he's because he he's going to make a lot of money to do so, and he gets to still talk football on TV, which is I'm sure what he'd love to do. And I think we're going to see Tom Brady for years, just for years and years and years. We're going to see Tom Brady, but it's not going to be in the actually on the field. It's going to be more like we. It's going to be more like the Terry Bradshaw and Troy Aikman. I think we're going to see him move into a role like that. What do you think? I, I think he's gonna just quietly disappear for a year, just like Gretzky did, just like Jordan did, men that just like the group. oh yeah, he'll probably take a year off. Um, but but I, I think he's gonna come back on a retirement, man. You're gonna see a team that's gonna need him. He's gonna get he's not gonna come week one, man. He's gonna come week 13, week 14. Like he's gonna come in just for the playoffs. Oh I mean, I, I could be wrong, but you never I mean, know. The Steelers, the, the Steelers are looking for a quarterback right now. I don't know, like you know what I mean. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um Huge news also happening down in Hamilton, Ontario. After Hamilton just hosted a, a World Cup qualifying game between United States and uh, Canada, on top of that, hosting the Grey Cup uh, championship game where the uh, Ticats unfortunately lost they're in the championship game, there's yet another big event coming to the stadium, Mark. This What's is happening? this is huge. This is the NHL, the NHL 2022 Heritage Game or Heritage Classic, which is the outdoor game uh, that they play every year, is being played this year in a non-NHL city. It's being played in Hamilton at Tiger Cats Field. They're they're they're, they're going to do. I mean, uh, years ago, Kevin, uh, 
probably man, probably like 10 years ago now, they they did at, at Ivor Wynn Stadium, they did a charity NHL game where like like retired guy like like uh, retired guys played, like Dave Anderchuk was there and Doug Gilmore and uh Martin Brodeur and Curtis Joseph, they were still playing, but they were there. And uh it was it was really a great time to see like a, a hockey game outside. And it, it was so cold that game, but it's coming back. The NHL is coming to Hamilton, Kevin. Like, can you believe this? Like, I'm seeing this on Facebook going, this can't be real. And I'm looking it up. I'm like, oh, my God, this is real. The Heritage Classic is being played in Hamilton. I mean, I almost – I don't I don't watch the NHL anymore, but that would be a game to get tickets to, man. Like, just just, just to go and see the – I'm sure it's the Leafs versus someone, right? The You know what I mean? I don't know who it will be. Oh, definitely with the Leafs. I would love to see Leafs Sabres because I think they really need to get that. Oh, see Leafs Sabres in Hamilton? That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would Um, be awesome. Have you ever been to a Buffalo to see a hockey game, Kevin? No, don't do that. And you've been listening to the This Week of Sports headline. And we'll be back. The next episode. Mark, it is that time of the episode where we talk about the strain so the, of the day. The strain of the day, Kevin, is uh, is one is uh, uh, in a previous episode, we talked about original stash, which is uh, uh, you get about like 12 or 14 pre-rolls of uh, 0.6. And uh, we talked about this before, but uh, they've upgraded uh, to a flavor and they, they, they've made it a little more expensive, a little higher class wheat. And they're now selling the OS, which stands for original stash uh, pre-roll joints in this garlic jelly flavor. It's a garlic jelly, Kevin. And you know what? It's delicious. I don't know what garlic seems to go with everything. You know what I mean? Like garlic, that it just, it goes with everything. And now it goes with weed and I love it. I mean, we talked about, uh, garlic, because uh, remember that one that was uh, uh, garlic mashed potatoes and onions that we talked about. Like, Great, you know what I mean, like yeah, it was yeah GMO the garlic mashed potatoes and onions, and now this is garlic jam. I don't know why garlic is being used, but it does go with everything. It does taste delicious. Uh, it's only around twenty percent THC. It's not crazy strong. Right. And the uh, the pre rolls come in a very awkward size. Uh, normally they would come in a half gram size, zero point five, but for whatever reason these come in zero point six. And you get like 14 of them. And, and at the end of the day, after taxes, you pay like 40 bucks. And you know what? It's it's just fantastic. And uh, I, 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 I really like it. I mean, uh, I just ordered some uh, marijuana from a different province in the country. So I'm going to get Woo! it delivered. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting it delivered uh, to my house. Maybe you can guess which province I'm getting it from. But New Brunswick. It's coming from New Brunswick. It's going right. to be, it's going to be this, uh, we'll talk about it when it actually comes. We'll, we'll, when it comes, we'll do it on the episode, but I'm excited for my new Brunswick uh, stash of marijuana in the mail. I'm getting marijuana in the mail now, Kevin. Like it's just happening. In, just in the, yeah. I mean, in the th- this is, a, this is what's happening is it's, it's happening. It's like, Hey man, not only that, but you're going to get a high quality, you know, uh, completely safe to use. Hasn't been shit on non-black market like i used i now that i you know i'm i'm working with it in the uh, my day-to-day life i have to admit it makes me scratch my head over the last 20 years all the weed i've been buying I mean, like it got to point some points in my my young life where i like i'll just buy any weed anyone has even a shit weed i'll buy it 
man, I think kind of the weed sometimes it picked up where it's like, ugh. Compared to nowadays, people should be thankful. What I what I get blown away by is that you can buy an ounce of weed sometimes at the OCS stores for like 90 bucks an ounce, 100 bucks an ounce. And like, and people are like, man, it's 90 bucks an ounce. That's a ripoff. I'm like, man, back in my day, which is like 2001, when I made six bucks an hour working at AW as a teenager, I had to work for like two weeks to save up fucking 200 bucks so I can buy an ounce of weed. And you're complaining about an ounce of like super high quality weed? God damn. Well, I don't know who's complaining. I'm complaining. And you know what? The best part is, is that like Mark is saying earlier about the OS, like the original stash, the garlic jam. I believe that's a Girl Scouts cookies mixed with some sort of cherry cherry jam in there. Um, it probably yeah, but no one knows what that means. No one knows what that means. <laughs> what, did you pay? what did you pay for? Was it 0.5 gram? Like seven pack again? Uh, no, I think it was a 14. No, it's a, it's a 12 pack at 0.6. So let me do that math here. 0.6 times 12. It's 7.2 grams for 40 bucks. For 40 bucks. Yeah. Pre-rolled. So and that's the percentage. Oh, it's like 20%. 20. Not bad. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love pre-rolls, man. Like I keep trying to tell people like I love rolling weed and I still do roll weed, but I like packing cones. Um, Like I just, I prefer to pack a cone or have a pre-roll than ever roll a joint ever in my life. I'm like, you mean the filter's already in? You but, mean it's dude, this is what I wanted like my whole life. Like, like I, yes, I, exactly. I wanted to be able to buy packs. Like, like, like I'm like, oh, I could buy packs of cigarettes that are pre-rolled. Why can't I buy packs of doobies that are pre-rolled? And now it's actually happened. That actually came true in my lifetime. Like, I'm actually pretty young when it happened too. Like, considering. Oh, and this is the beginning, then. The industry is going to evolve. Okay, let's move on, Kevin, to our movie trailer of the day. This is the new Kevin James movie on Netflix. It's a football movie called Home Team, where uh, where uh, where Kevin James actually plays he plays Sean Payton, the coach of the New Orleans Saints, and uh, and he gets suspended for a year. And when he gets suspended, he has to spend uh, a year at home, and he ends up uh, coaching his son's high school football team. It's a it's a comedy. It looks a lot of it looks like a goofy comedy. Like this is a guy who was like Paul blart mall cop or whatever like he's that guy you know what i mean he makes those uh style of movies it's another one of those but it's a football one and you know what kevin it looks it looks like it's gonna be fun like uh, i think it came out on the 28th of january so it's already out on netflix and uh i like football movies kevin i don't know about you but i really like i'll watch the dramas i'll watch the comedies i'll watch if it's a football movie i'll watch it so uh, i think i'm gonna watch this one but I wasn't too impressed with the with the trailer. Like this movie isn't going to blow you away. It's just a goofy comedy. It's just a lot of fun. So I'm going to go, give it. I'm going to give it three stars. Kevin, what did you think about the movie trailer? Okay, so I've seen it too, man. I think it's. I think it has a really good effect. But like, I'll tell you this much: turn the trailer on, boom, super pumped. It looks like the first ten seconds. I'm like, no way. This is like any given Sunday. This is going to look amazing. And then like. 12 seconds in you're like oh disney must have done this yeah. and then like and then like 25 seconds in you're like nope netflix and then all of a sudden you're like okay to your point it's just going to be one of those um 
you know, coming of age kind of like uh, stories of a character and one of those um, expanding on the horizon type um, character development. You can already predict it. I agree. You know what? I've always been giving out those fives because they deserve it. But you know what, man? I don't know. I just don't think there's enough star power to make this one really a home team home run. I give it a two and a half on a five. Yeah, you know, that's 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 fair. I gave it a three. You gave it a two and a half. Uh, it does look like a lot of fun, though. Kevin, we are coming to the end of yet another episode. This is episode 20, season three. I had a lot of fun. I thought it was a good episode. I thought we had a lot of uh, uh, good topics this this, this week. Oh, dare you. Yeah, we, we didn't have Maddie with us, which, you know what I mean? It'd be nice to have Maddie on again. From, or it'll be nice to have Maddie on from time to time, but it's nice just talking with you too, Kevin. Well, you know what, Mark? I appreciate that. I also appreciate our listeners. But most of all, what I mostly appreciate was when we were in San Francisco and you're like, hey, Kevin, oh, no, that's no, 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 I no, dropped no, no. the soap. No, 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 I'm like, no, what no. do you mean? And you're no, like, hey, pick up the soap, this. baby. No, not, no, and you stop me in the, the ass. Episode. And well, we all, we all know episode. what happened. We all know what happened. Okay. And you are listening to the, excuse me, I'm speaking podcast. 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 Podcast.